1: This episode is brought to you by Squarespace.
0: Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a unique website.
1: Yeah, it's spring. It's the time when new ideas bloom. Uh, And romance. Yes, ideas, romance. Maybe you have
0: a new spring romance and you want to make a website about it.
1: Yes, this sounds like a very good idea. It's not, but if there is any (laughs) website you want to make, including that one, go to squarespace.com. <laughs> oh sorry I shot down your great romance, like mynewromance.com. Oh
0: it's going to be my new serial novel. I'm going to oh. put it out in blog form and it's going to be called myspringfling.com. Okay. No, Mollyspringfling.com.
1: Yeah, Mollyspringfling. Spring. Wow. <laughs> anyway, you know where to do that. You can customize everything. <laughs> it's going to look great. It's going to be easy. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use the offer code spilled to save 10% off your first purchase.
0: That's squarespace.com offer code SPILLED. I'm Molly.
1: And I'm Matthew. And
0: this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any.
1: And today we're talking about handheld meat pies.
0: That's right. Also known as hand meat pies. Yes, by
1: some of us. Or
0: like uh Meat hand pies. There we go.
1: Meat hand? Like meat hand sounds like <laughs> sounds like uh, club foot or like, like some some old school like middle ages. But don't ages. People,
0: like when people make a hand, like a, a individual size pie that you're supposed to pick up and eat? They call it a hand pie. Okay, right? so I,
1: yeah, I guess it could be a meat hand. It sounds wrong to me it still, does though. Sound I, really I see a meat
0: hand. I understand the logic <laughs>
1: of it, but like. As someone who was called meat hands all through <laughs> elementary school, just because I was always carrying around a handful of meat. Oh, I was ba- thinking
0: it was because of your thick fingers.
1: Yeah. Hey,
0: me- hey do you remember, so did you ever watch um, 90210?
1: Yes, not religiously, but I've definitely seen a number of episodes. Were you more
0: like um, a, a Luke Perry or a Jason Priestley person? Mm.
1: I mean... Like, like, what, in real life? Like,
0: which one would you want to get with?
1: Um, oh, it would have to be Luke Perry, for sure. Oh,
0: okay. I was more Jason Priestley at the time. He seemed
1: so dorky to he me. He did seem
0: so dorky. And you know the other thing I mean, is... I guess
1: approachable. Yeah, but here
0: here's where here's where I was going with this. He has thick fingers and, like, not...
1: This is the I thing I would like never them. notice in a oh, million years. Oh, I didn't years. like them. I
0: like... I'm a hand person. Matthew, what kind of person are you? You're, like, a, a, a boob and butt person, right? Yeah, yeah I mean... I am a real, like, hand, hand person. person.
1: I, this is... Um, I'm a hand
0: person for men and for women.
1: Like, I, I, I feel like I'm d- going to get dangerously into, the, like, yucking someone's yum territory. I'm also, um, a,
0: like, a forearm person. God, I love a good, like, sexy forearm. Like I'm not none, even kidding. No, no,
1: I totally believe you. And, like, the, the thing, like, I, I've said this before, like, I feel envious of people who are into feet, because I find feet to be the most boring part of the body. Well, at least um, you don't
0: find them repulsive. No, no,
1: not at all. Like, I have no strong feelings about them one way or the other. But if I were really into feet or forearms or hands, I would get to see them all the time.
0: That's true. Well, especially hands. Yes. Anyway, oh, my God. Like, a, like beautiful hands on any gender. Uh, wow. Super hot.
1: What? So, but not so wait, but not like thick hands. No, not okay, thick hands. Not meat I, hands. I
0: like, um, I like hands that look strong, and I don't mind like uh, I, I don't mind if if your hands are like. Well, what? They have to look. De- they have to look uh, graceful somehow. Oh, so wh-
1: how? How are mine? Like, your hands, my hands are. My fingers are very short.
0: Your fingers are short. I prefer a slightly longer finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's fair. <laughs> anyway, but um, so this Jason episode, Priestley, bad hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's another one of Molly's signature hot takes. Uh, this episode, although possibly not this episode, <laughs> was su- sort of suggested by listener Hannah, who what she actually said was savory pies and we turned it into meat hand pies <laughs> apparently <laughs> Sorry, listener Hannah. And thank you, listener Hannah, for everything.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. So, um, I mean, we should say that this is going to be a real, like, a high-level overview. And by high-level, we mean, like, only for really smart people. Oh,
1: I thought you were going to say only for really stoned people.
0: <laughs> that too. Um, no, no, this is going to be like a, a flyover from great height. Yes, and, such great heights. And um, we will... Come re- down now. We'll... Re- Stop it, Postal Service. <laughs> and we will revisit Can't other pies. It. Going later. postal,
1: uh, yeah. So we're gonna forget some pies. We're gonna not say enough about some pies. We'll we'll see how this goes. There's a lot of pies in the world. It's like when we did dumplings. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, oh,
0: it's true. It's true. And I feel like, in fact, um, America or you know the 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 U.S. North America is not. Excuse me. Yep. Let me just clarify. Okay. North America includes Canada as uh-huh. well. It, I think, it includes some of Mexico. Yeah, most, uh, all of Mexico. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just going to talk about the U.S. Here. I don't okay. feel like we're known for for meat pies.
1: No, you're right. I think uh, we're. I mean, we're known for for uh, not for handheld meat pies. We're known for like chicken chicken pot
0: pie. pot pie. But like like this is a meat pie that has a red meat in it. Yeah. And I I don't think I call it beef. I don't think I've ever seen such a thing.
1: Okay. Before. Well, I'm excited for you to try it. I feel like you might think it's boring. Okay. Um, but I I enjoy it. Okay. Um, should we start talking about the meat pie I made right away? Well, maybe or should we, we talk should about go down memory, memory lane? lane. Well,
0: I guess I just admitted that there are no meat pies on my memory lane.
1: Well, I th- and I think the only meat pies on my but memory. lane. you know what's lane. on my
0: memory lane? Jason Priestley. Go <laughs> and, on, Matthew. And
1: his hands, which are a couple of meat hand pies. <laughs> so my only memory lane. I don't think I ate handheld meat pies other than like hot pockets when I was a kid, and we already did a Hot Pockets episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this meat pie, which is a Cornish pasty, I have memory lane from, like, uh, early in my relationship uh, with my wife, Lori. Because, I think of her
0: as a real Cornish pasty person.
1: Um, well, I mean, she is she is of, uh, in part, Cornish heritage, Corn- Cornwall being the southwestern corner of England. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Cornish pasty is their signature dish. And so, like... When I was first dating her, her mom uh, would make Cornish pasties, and she she learned it from, from Lori's dad's mom, uh, who grew up in Cornwall. Uh, and so these are like authentic Cornish pasties, which are a very simple potato and beef pie. And if, when you go to Cornwall, which wait, we wait, have— something green in here. Parsley. mm uh, when you go to Cornwall, they're available in lots of different flavors, and there are bakeries that specialize in them. And, like, when you walk through Penzance, the whole Main Street smells like baking pasties.
0: Where does the word pasty come from?
1: I don't know. All I know is that it is often uh, miswritten as pastry, which, is, which I always think is funny. And also, producer Abby said uh, that uh, it was making her uncomfortable that we kept saying it on the text chain because it was too much like panties.
0: Oh, no. I love talking about panties.
1: Well, producer Abby and apparently a lot of other people don't. A lot, a lot I, of other
0: people don't.
1: No, people find the word "panty" like it's one of those words that that like skeeves people out.
0: Oh well, I do. I mean, personally, when I'm referring to my my own article of clothing, I call it underwear. I
1: think a, I think
0: it depends on
1: context for me.
0: Like if if they're so if if you were
1: <laughs> and also like like tone if, of voice, if
0: you were going to ask your wife if you could remove. That undergarment. (laughs) What you call it. Can I take can you can I can I remove your panties?
1: Sure. Let's let's go there. Yes. That's what I would say.
0: Okay. You that you would use panties then. I mean,
1: we're really talking about this? Okay. Okay. Um I feel like in the moment I would just kind of like, you know
0: You would just kind of grunt (laughs) and reach for them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just spit meat pie onto my pop microphone pop filter, which is Super wow, cool.
0: That's so cool. Oh, that phrase. I just spit meat pie onto my microphone pop filter. Uh-huh. That's a tongue twister.
1: I mean, I think in context, like you would be more likely to sort of gesture at an article of clothing rather than say it by name. Probably. <laughs> so you'd go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I can. I can say a lot with with a hand gesture and a grunt.
0: I think I say most things with my eyes.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how would you? Let's Let's see what that would look like for the listener. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> there was a lot of eyebrow. Yeah, raising. a lot
1: of like eyebrow and like side eye and eye roll. It was, yeah, it was really a fa- <laughs> was like, facial workout. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Speaking of which, I understand that uh, just before this taping, you were at something called Ass
0: Class. Is yeah, this true? Uh, yeah, on Thursday mornings, I take a class with um, Kate Wallach, who is a choreographer here in Seattle. She was the founder of Dance Church, and she just started doing a class at Velocity Dance Center called Ass Class. Um, where there, you know, like there, there's a lot of. Um, yeah. There's a, a lot of squeezing on the panty line. Okay. Yeah.
1: And you said it was an hour long. That seems it like an a hour long, long time it to goes, be squeezing. It goes really
0: fast. It's kind of fun.
1: Um, okay. Are uh, people of all genders invited?
0: Yeah, people of all genders are invited. Okay. Well, Bring I still your won't yoga be mat. Going. 8 a.m. Thursday morning. Okay. Okay, everybody.
1: I was at a, a parent teacher conference this morning. Oh. Which is different.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: Um, no, it wasn't. Oh. It was- oh. <laughs> I mean, I say that as if, like, my kid is in big trouble or something. No, it was fine. Okay. It was no more or less exciting than you would expect of a parent-teacher conference. Can we please talk about meat pies? (laughs) Okay, here we go. Which is what I call butts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Okay. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Third Love.
0: When it comes to bra shopping, Third Love makes it so easy. It doesn't... I mean, I think of shopping as like going into a store... It's too hot in there. You're looking for a salesperson. You get the bra on. It's at the wrong size. You can't find a salesperson.
1: Is it like that when you go to thirdlove.com?
0: It it, it bears no resemblance. With Third Love, I can go on there. I can take their online fit finder, which helps me figure out the, the bra style and size that's best for me. And then I can order the bra. They ship it to me. I try it on in the privacy of my home. If it fits, I keep it. If it doesn't fit, I send it back and they don't charge me anything but the shipping.
1: Yep, it's so comfortable you might forget you're wearing it.
0: It's amazing.
1: So to get your own, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk and get 15% off your first
0: purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace.
1: And you know Squarespace as the best and fastest way to create a great-looking website that works great on any platform.
0: Yes, so what uh, what should we make a website about today?
1: Well, March is coming up, and with it, the beginning of Daylight Savings Time. What's your opinion?
0: Oh, I love Daylight Saving Time.
1: I actually do, too, and I think a lot of people hate it, so if we create a website about this, you know, we'll get a lot of community discussion. Ooh, maybe, with, maybe we'll get engagement. a lot of traffic.
0: Ooh, yes. Yes.
1: Oh, you know, with Squarespace, they have great stats, so you can measure your web traffic, your analytics. It's all built in, costs nothing extra.
0: And you know, it's all optimized for mobile right out of the box and you know that everybody is interested in reading about daylight saving time while they're commuting on the bus. While
1: they're outside in the sunshine that we're saving. Exactly. (laughs) So uh, you can create your own website, whether it's about daylight savings time or anything else, use their professionally designed templates. It's going to be great. It's going to be easy. It's even going to be fun. And to do that, go to Squarespace.com and use the offer code SPILLED for 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain
0: that's squarespace.com offer code spilled
1: my memory lane has some some cornish pasties from my 20s on it uh and and not much else but in the in the intervening years i have become very fond of handheld meat pies Hmm. not that i'm sure i can define exactly what constitutes a handheld meat pie because
0: you guys have these on christmas right
1: Christmas, uh, we usually have Thanksgiving. So uh, we do pasties, Thanksgiving, uh, tamales for Christmas Eve.
0: Oh, man, I like your traditions.
1: Yeah, my, my meat pie is kind of falling apart here, which I can blame no one but myself.
0: Okay, so so tell me about these, and then we'll sort of walk back and mm-hmm. look at other meat pies.
1: So these are made with a simple uh, short crust dough, like made with uh, lard and butter or shortening and butter.
0: Did you use lard in these?
1: Um, I used shortening because I didn't have any lard on hand. Mm-hmm. Usually I will use lard.
0: Mm-hmm. Does mama got shortening bread? <laughs>
1: we're still talking about
0: butts (laughs) um
1: and uh and you roll it out oh no um,
0: mama's little baby (laughs) never
1: mind um you roll it out you uh you put on the the filling goes in raw so it's pretty straightforward You, you slice some potatoes you put a layer of potatoes a layer of cubed uh beef i used beef chuck plenty of onions salt and pepper parsley you roll it up and crimp it either on the top or on the side depending on uh, what your family tradition is and this is one of those things they will argue about mm-hmm. um, and uh, then you bake it for like an hour and then you eat it wow um, and it's I mean the ingredients so could wait, not you, be more simple You
0: put in all the ingredients raw yeah wow and they all cook yep wow because you
1: bake it for quite a while there's no there's no way to like over bake a pasty unless unless you like uh, you know burn the exterior mmm um, so everything gets nice and tender, and and like juicy, and and uh, the flavors melt. It's really meld. Yummy. Uh, And uh, I I eat it with a one sauce, which is my American substitute for HP sauce, which is what they often use in England.
0: Mm, I think I like it best on its own. I mean, you know, it is kind of it's it's plain. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is unseasoned except for salt and pepper, but I think it's delicious.
1: And of course, we'll put the recipe at SpilledMilkPodcast.com. dot com.
0: Cool. Wow. Okay.
1: So let's talk about other meat pies.
0: Okay. So like what you've just served me today kind of looks like a big empanada.
1: Yeah, it does. And often, I think more often, I, I crimp my pasties on the top because that's how I was uh, told to, taught to make them by my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think more often actually they're crimped on the side and then they look a lot like an empanada. Okay. So empanadas, like it's a wide-ranging diverse tradition of uh pies, savory and sweet pies that can be baked or fried and are enjoyed throughout Latin America.
0: Yeah, I think of and them Spain. as involving uh raisins, uh sometimes cinnamon, like mm-hmm. a kind of sweet. Yeah, warm there's often element. like a
1: sweet savory kind of renaissance spiced yes. flavor exactly. to it. Exactly.
0: Yep. So, um do you ever make empanadas?
1: I do. I to be honest, I like you am, am a little uh cautious about the the like sweet and meat combination mm-hmm. and we'll'll we'll usually make more of a like American like M- middle America palate focused empanada with uh, with like the meat and uh, some of the spices but not like the raisins.
0: Are you doing like a tex-mex kind of empanada?
1: I suppose so.
0: Although I don't really think of empanadas as a, it's not a Mexican thing. It's, it's, I think of it as, I mean, they do make yeah, them more in Mexico. More, it's more like a.
1: Um, but yeah, but, but like really like Central America hits its stride, like, uh, and, and like Argentina, Chile.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. Totally.
1: So. I
0: love the idea of it hitting its stride. Uh, yes. Like an empanada, getting around and walking on little tiny empanada legs. <laughs> oh, that
1: would be so cute.
0: It would be so cute. Um, I uh,
1: This is not a meat pie per se, but um, I, I've been to this town in Japan, Utsunomiya, which uh, uh, they're – like civic claim to fame is that people there eat more gyoza than uh, anywhere else in Japan, uh-huh. and so they've capitalized on this by uh, by putting up a statue of like a anthropomorphic gyoza, and then like a bunch of other little statues all over town, and like promoting like come to Utsunomiya and eat our gyoza. Mm-hmm. But the statues are so absurd and cute.
0: Oh my gosh! Do you, so are there empanada statues somewhere That's in, what I'm in like South America? I,
1: it seems like there's got to be. Like I think for any for any. Uh, you know staple like uh signature dish that could be made into a statue i feel like it's probably been done i don't know if there's like a cassoulet statue It seems like it would be hard to memorialize it
0: seems like it would be difficult to to get that in an upright form
1: but i don't know i I bet we're gonna hear from someone in uh the the where where do they gascony
0: (laughs) yes gascony (laughs) okay what is um what's your favorite empanada filling um, so I know you I like, mentioned that, like, um, sort of doing things but leaving out the raisins. But, like, do you do chicken? Do you do beef? Yeah,
1: I like something, uh, chicken with a little spice, that's a little, uh, like, spicy heat and then also, like, some warm spices.
0: Okay. And I think of the, I, I like, the crust, is it similar to the crust you're making for a pasty? Because mm-hmm. it, it certainly looks very similar and has a similar texture. For
1: sure, it is. Yeah. Although Empanadas can also be fried, and I don't know if you would use the same kind of crust for that, yeah. but you could.
0: I feel like now that I know that you put this filling in raw, um, this is such a smart, smart food idea.
1: Well, and the the legend of, of Cornish pasties is that, um, well, I mean, it's not a legend. It's true that they would be taken into the mines by Cornish tin miners and mm-hmm. would stay warm till lunchtime because they really, uh, before you cut into it, they will stay hot for. A couple hours.
0: It's like a, it's like a the hot version of like a plowman's lunch. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's so smart. It's so smart. I wonder where the tradition of empanadas came from. Well, I mean, I think
1: the tradition of all of these things is okay. We've got some dough. We've got some tasty stuff. Let's put it in the dough. Yeah, because there's no, there's no like bright dividing line between what's a meat pie and what's a dumpling, right? That's I mean, true.
0: Because you make
1: you make a dumpling big enough,
0: it becomes you a bake it. because like, I
1: was thinking, I didn't put chashu bow on the on my list of handheld meat pies, but it totally is. All right, so Cornish pasties, empanadas. Uh, should we should we keep going down the yeah? So Australian meat, pie lane? meat
0: pies, which I um, the first time I ever learned of Australian meat pies was when I moved here to Seattle and I had an apartment right near Pies and Pints. Oh yeah, yeah, which was on sixty fifth near Roosevelt. Is that still around?
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm choking on a piece of meat. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to say. I, I think it closed, but I don't want to say that and then have it turn out that it didn't. So I,
0: okay, okay. But anyway, Australian meat pies. So wait, are they like baked in a container, like a pot pie, or yeah. is it a is it a hand meat pie?
1: So I, the Australian pies have like a pot pie shape to them, but are uh, but are eaten by hand. Okay. Um, and which which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> It's like because I always kind of want to pick up a pot pie anyway I
0: think of I mean there's a there's a, a British version of this as well yeah, right definitely. it's like a pork pie mm-hmm. isn't it and and that is a similar thing it's almost like a pate that's in a yeah. crust and it can be freestanding you would cut a wedge of it as heavy as all get out yeah I mean it's these
1: are all heavy they're all meat pies yeah yeah. Um, yeah, the there there have, been a several, uh, there have been a several
0: there have been a several there have been a several several Australian
1: meat pie businesses in Seattle. I think there's one uh, the one that's still operating is called the Australian Pie Company. Good stuff.
0: Yeah, interesting. And is there a particular meat that is typical of the Australian meat pie? I think
1: beef is most typical.
0: Okay, interesting. <laughs> God, I find this so fascinating. I, I just I never think about eating a meat pie, but it does make so much sense.
1: Um, yeah, I would like it to be more of a thing. Or I mean it you know, honestly, it doesn't even have to be meat. I would like savory pies in general that mm-hmm. I could like pick one up from a hot case and just eat it as I'm walking around mm-hmm. to be more of a thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cuz all all these things taste better if you're like out on the street walking around.
0: Yes, like a, this this would Like taste... when you said
1: empanadas, I imagined like going up to a stand like the empanada stand at the U District Farmers Market.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And just walking down the street with some hot meat in my hand. I, like Jason Priestley.
0: I just imagined that I was in Argentina, maybe like, you know, out in some like open air plaza, mm-hmm. which sounded a whole lot better than being here in Seattle in the winter. Yeah, but I mean,
1: uh if you if you have a hot meat pie in your hand and oh. you're walking down the street, for you it's no longer winter.
0: Somebody's going to call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. So, uh, I in terms of some Peroshkis, which I've never had,
1: Perooshi is like a classic Seattle thing, I think, really? just because, yeah, because um
0: because it's down by Pike Place,
1: exactly, because that peroshki place Piroshki peroshki has been at Pike Place Market forever. Mm-hmm. Um, my actual favorite Peroshki place in town is Perooshki on Madison, which used to have a location on Broadway right near my house when my kid was a baby. Mm-hmm. And so we would get a Perooshki and I would like feed her bites of filling out of the middle,
0: okay, so how's a Peroshki different from a Knish?
1: A knish is like, a knish isn't isn't like a handheld thing so much, is it? Or is it? I
0: don't know. No, I guess it is.
1: But I think of a knish as being like potato filled usually. Yes, okay. The, the dough is different. Like a peroshki pr- dough is like, uh, I guess there are a couple different styles, but like either like fluffier or flakier than a knish, I think. Okay. But yeah, okay. There's there's a relationship there.
0: Uh, it's, sorry. Okay. So piroshkis, is this a Russian thing? Or it's is a, just a Russian a, okay. thing. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, and, yeah, I would usually, usually get the beef, cabbage, and cheese, I think. And is,
0: is piroshki, is it the same thing as pierogi, no. but different, I different don't country? Know,
1: I don't know what the linguistic relationship is. Uh, I, you know, I think what are called—oh, boy, I'm, I'm just going to, like, just put my oh, yeah, face in it, it here. Oh, yeah, do it. Do it.
0: Put your face in it.
1: Um, I think what are called pierogies in some place are closer to what are called pelminis in Russia.
0: Oh, so like okay. a
1: small, like pan-fried dumpling or okay. steamed.
0: This makes sense. Boil,
1: boiled or pan-fried. This makes I think. sense
0: because the words all sound familiar to me, but not because I know anything Cause, about cause them. Because
1: a pierogi is kind of like a big, kind of fluffy doughed uh, baked handheld pie. Doesn't okay. have to be meat.
0: Okay. Okay. So wait, along the lines of uh, like other baked ones, mm-hmm. what about Jamaican patties? Are those baked?
1: Um, yeah, those are baked with like a uh, a fluffy, like, no, a flaky dough. Okay. Um, or are they fried? I believe they are baked because, uh, so I love Jamaican patties. Have you had a Jamaican I've patty? I've not had a Jamaican uh. patty. Um, I- What shape are they? Kind of, uh, flat, sort of like flat rectangular pouchy okay. shaped. Okay, Um, and I used to get these uh, when I lived They're a big thing in New York City. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, they are, they, the most popular filling is spicy beef. And it's generally really spicy. Uh, and I used to get them at this place in Harlem called the Peacemaker Finger Lickin' Bakery. Oh
0: my gosh, that um, is a fantastic name. It um, was like
1: on the way to my subway station. And when uh, the thing, main thing is I remember about them, they're delicious. They're super spicy. They're cheap. And like when you get them for like the first seven minutes, they are deadly hot they've come out of this hot case that is heated to like a jillion degrees, and you nobody ever gets a Jamaican patty and and doesn't burn their mouth on it. I think.
0: Yeah, I feel a certain amount of anxiety around the idea actually of walking down the street eating one of these because. So when you presented me with this Cornish pasty, it was it was you and i split one you mm-hmm. cut it in half put it on two plates so like the hot air could start to escape and the, the the molten lava inside could cool down a little bit the magma yeah the the magma so but like if you were walking around eating it there's no way in except to sacrifice your tongue for that first bite but like what
1: what is life without the little free of danger, like oh my that. god!
0: But I hate burning my tongue,
1: and, and we know you also hate dental emergencies. <laughs> oh you have you have a lot of mouth anxiety.
0: A lot of mouth anxiety, I guess. But what I'm what super happened fun. to you as,
1: as a child? <laughs> no, no, we know you're super fun. You went to you went to ass class. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not that up, fun. Up,
0: Down, up, down. This this up, was the down. entire hour. Is, yeah. So a lot of meat pies are fried though. Yeah. Like samosas, which I also think of as an instant mouth injury.
1: Yes, samosas is very hot and dangerous.
0: So dangerous. Um
1: and less less often meat than some of these others but there certainly are like, you know, spiced lamb filled samosas. Mm-hmm. Um and samosas like they're it, here in the US they're most closely associated with India and Indian restaurants but samosa variations are found like throughout like uh, you know, South Asia and uh, and all over Africa. And, really? Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, that's really cool.
1: You know, it's one of these things that, like, any any time someone brought it to town, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, these are good. We're going to keep making these." Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so samosa is sort of like a pyramid or tetrahedron shaped fried pie. Yep. Um, and uh, and the
0: the crust, it's. Um
1: gets like bubbly.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it gets very bubbly. It's got this wonderful, um, like airy quality to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're delicious. I I just
1: ate like half a pie and now I want a samosa.
0: I want another half a pie.
1: Oh, you can. We've got another half a pie here.
0: Okay. So um, you were saying that samosas are also popular in uh, Portugal and Brazil?
1: Yeah, apparently, like 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 of all of these things, like and, these these are one of the most widely traveled.
0: And would they have spicing that we think of as typical to to India?
1: I do not know.
0: Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So wait a minute. Okay, to to get back to baked things. So Let's like, get, is, is yeah. it calzone a meat pie?
1: Uh, and for that matter, is it a calzone or a calzone or a calzoni? <laughs> like, I I guess I say. No, I think I sometimes say calzone and sometimes say calzone and feel like I'm doing it wrong every time. I always
0: say calzone.
1: Yeah, I think that's how we say it in America.
0: In America. Yeah, I mean, if it's got
1: meat in it, a calzone is a meat pie, I think. But I want to do a whole calzone episode because I make them a lot and they're really good. Have you ever had one of my homemade calzones? I
0: have not had one of your homemade calzones.
1: Okay, can we can we like put a pin in that? Again,
0: again, I have like this this mortal fear of calzones because like how do you they're get very into hot. they're very hot. At least with pizza, like the steam can come off of yeah. it
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you cut it in half. But then all the stuff comes and out. Then all the stuff comes out. You're right, there's no there's no good answer for this. I think you you wait around for a few hours or days until it cools down enough.
0: Okay. Cool. Just, yeah. so, these, so when I come are, over for my calzone yeah. dinner, I'll come over around lunchtime and we'll just hang out.
1: Yeah. For like up to <laughs> four days. <laughs> uh, these, you know, these things, I think they were invented, you know, the marshmallow test where like they made the kids <laughs> sit next to a marshmallow. Yeah. I think this is that for adults. Like, yeah. you know, if you are capable of uh, waiting until the meat pie cools down enough not to burn your tongue, you're, uh, you're going to be very successful
0: gonna be in very life. You're going to be very
1: successful in life, unlike us. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Third Love.
0: Matthew, um, gosh, I'm not wearing a Third Love bra today, and it feels all wrong.
1: I can imagine. Like, I know that Third Love is the most comfortable bra you've ever owned. It's
0: true. What I'm wearing today, not the most comfortable bra. It also doesn't fit me as beautifully as, as Third Love, which has bras in sizes from AA to To G.
1: So Molly, here's what I think you need to do. You need to go to thirdlove.com slash spilledmilk to get 15% off your first purchase of anything.
0: Except it's not my first purchase. I love these bras.
1: Oh, well, then the offer doesn't apply to you. But you listeners, if you haven't gotten on the Third Love train, you need to go to thirdlove.com slash spilledmilk and get 15% off your first purchase of anything they sell.
0: That's thirdlove.com slash spilledmilk.
1: Clearly, you know, we forgot. Uh, many meat pies in yeah, the and world.
0: I, I, and I I mean, I, as our listeners have probably been able to hear, I know next to nothing about meat pies and and have have strange prejudices against meat and and sweet spices.
1: And and a mortal fear of burning your mouth.
0: And basically, I mean, what we're discovering is, I, I, I well, I've just discovered that I like meat pies and I don't know if I can ever eat them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, no, it's fine. I'll uh, next time you're coming over, I'll I'll make you I'll make a meat pie a couple days ahead and just leave it out on the counter. <laughs> okay. Um, you'll when you actually you'll be able to smell it from from across town and just follow the the trail of uh, like like, like um, cartoon that, steam. Yep, I love that. <laughs> um, I, I burned my mouth on pizza the other night, so I mean. You're not safe just by sticking to flatbreads, is what I'm That's saying. That's True. Okay. Um, do you know the the uh, the song, the Nas song, where he says, uh, "At night, in New York, eat a slice too hot, use my tongue to tear the skin off from the roof of my mouth."
0: No, it's
1: one of my favorite lyrics ever. It, like captures like everything I remember about New York in like three seconds. It also
0: reminds me of Celeste Pizza for one, which yes. you remember was oh, really God. gooey, and like it when you bite into it, the cheese and the just the kind of goo of the crust gets stuck behind your your top teeth. And it, and it, it, it's so hot, and it's just stuck there, and it's so moist.
1: Yep, I do remember that. So that was our meat pie episode. You can find us <laughs> online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, where we'll post a Cornish pasty recipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, it's, it's from, uh, I was going to say my family tradition, but no, it's my from my wife's family, passed down through the ages.
0: Um, And you can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. And maybe you can weigh in and tell us, um, is that Australian meat pie place still open? The the one that I'm thinking of. (laughs) When you
1: say weigh in, that that implies to me, like, give your opinion on something. Like, what do you think about meats and sweets? But no, just weigh in on a, a factual matter of, is this place still open
0: or not? Okay. We're, okay. Uh, so and, let us know, is whoever, it open or not? Yeah, and we'll, then also, will you let us know where you go to have Australian meat pies in Seattle?
1: Mm-hmm. Majority rules. If more people say that it's not open, but actually it is, we're shutting it down.
0: Wait. Also, is there a place to eat Jamaican patties in or near Seattle? That
1: I really would like to know.
0: I bet there's someplace near Seattle. Yeah,
1: I think I Googled it and then forgot what what I found. So yes, I I would for sure like to hear about that because those things are delicious. Yes. And uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you find your podcasts. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Thanks for making us the filling in the meat pie known as your head. Thanks for making us the filling in the meat pie known as your heart.
0: Oh, I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm
1: Matthew Ester Burton. Oh, that was just adorable. Meat, pie, meat, pie, meat, pie, uh-uh-uh, meat, pie, meat, pie, meat. Pie,
0: meat, pie, meat, pie, meat, pie, meat Pie. Yes, yes, yes. This is going to be my first meat pie. Uh, uh, uh. I've never eaten a meat pie other than chicken pot pie. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Matthew, how long am I supposed to make this go on? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh,